gentlemen, it's Canary in a comedy goldmine. Please clap your big, meaty hands and welcome Martin Angolo's neighbour. The more the world is changing, the more it stays the same. Life is full of small surprises, it's a never-ending game. If nothing is impossible, will you believe your eyes? If the unexpected brings a smile, that's a big surprise, surprise, surprise. Oh, sorry about that, Silla. Hello and welcome to another canary in a comedy gold mine, and uh, I'm joined once again. Is her name by- Silla? <laughs> is it really? Well, look at her, Mernigola, this isn't a normal canary in a comedy gold mine podcast, is it? Is it? What do you mean? Is it? It's a normal podcast. Because Martin Golo, this is your life. What? Me? And what a life you've had. I wasn't expecting this. Irish comedian Martin Angolo was originally born as Robert Allen Zimmerman on May 24th, 1941. Huh? Martin's a very unique comedian. His comedy incorporates a wide range of political, social, philosophical and literary influences. He started off his career in music, unlike a lot of his fellow comics. That's not true. Starting out as a folk singer, what? in the early part of his career, he later made a controversial move to the electric guitar and so, peaked with the Bob release Dylan. of Highway 61 Revisited. You're thinking of Bob Dylan? That's not my life. That's not my life. That's not my Martin. life. Martin. 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 What? 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 Have you been having your This Is Your Life nightmares again? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it must have been. Trouble sleeping? Is your head wrecked all the time? Well, it sounds like you need medication. Medication. Take it to make yourself feel better. Available in tablet form, injection, as an ointment, or in some rare cases, inserted up the anus. Medication. Just ask a doctor, he'll tell you. Say goodbye to headaches, sore throats, mumps, a chickeny pox, sore knees, swollen hands, unwanted gas, bloody stools, constipation, the runs, one leg that's a little bit longer than the other, just a little bit, an unexplainable attraction to farm animals, rice crispy breath, underarm cheese, vaginal sweats and many, many, many more. Medications. Don't take too many or you'll die. So what are you waiting for? Take some medications today. Remember, your home is at risk if you don't keep up your repayments on the one leg that's a little bit longer than the other. Are you done? I, I think so. <laughs> what a weird start to the show. Hello and welcome to Canary in a Comedy Gold Mine, the podcast where I'm, I'm joined once again by tablet salesman, Mr. Jerry Stoughton. How, how are you holding up, champ? I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, um, I have a story to tell you. I want to bring it down a bit because you had a lot of <laughs> things go on there. Yeah, we did. So uh, here's a qu- it's a very harrowing story. It's not really, it's not particularly... Um, funny all right like it's quite a serious thing so i was in london recently oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah auditioning for an ad for yeah. magner cider known yeah. as bulmer's over here magner cider yeah uh making my way in the world the way most comedians do and i'm in the, you know doing these ads and i'm on, in the audition room and in, uh, in the audition room is the director sitting behind the table and next to him is some cockney guy so i do the line that's going to sell this ad yeah so i hold up the bottle of cider and say to the camera Oh, so that's what you meant when you said put it in cider. All right, yeah. And that's the slogan for the ad. Is this a dream or did this happen? Or this, is, this, is tr- this is 100% true. Is it? We're out of the dream sequences now. This is 100%. This is what happened last week. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I did it in one take. Did you? And the director says, 
I think we got it. Uh, we'll, we'll break for lunch. So he's very he's delighted with that. Yeah. So uh, I'm desperate for this ad, and so I'm like, but wait, I can improvise. You know, I, I have skills. I can improvise. And the director is al- he's already has his jacket on, and he's heading for the door. So I think my chance is over. But the Cockney guy, he's still sat in the chair, and he seems interested. All right, so. And he says, all right, Irish. Since you flew all this way over, I'll see what else you got. So I'm improvising. So I grab a handful of empty cider bottles, and I start blowing like this. Actual audio from the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luckily I had that recorded. Well, he gives me a round of applause and, and he stands up. And he walks towards the door and he locks it. It's a bit odd, isn't it? So, yeah, it's all a bit odd. So he grabs the audition camera and he starts walking towards me. And it's getting harrowing now, isn't it? You don't know what's going to happen next. And he says, I want to see more of you, Irish. Bend over that table and take off your fucking Bermudas. So I was wearing Bermuda shorts. Oh, I know. So I should mention this one. He had a gun. <laughs> he did have a gun. <laughs> but yet he found this out after the Bermudas was around the ankles. So, you know, I have to do what he says. He has a gun, like. So, uh, but there's the big problem. I'm struggling to get the netting of the Bermudas over my boots. You know, it's getting caught. So he's not getting it. He's like, um, so he's not happy. He says, um, oh, fu- oh, you fucking mick. <laughs> That's racist, isn't it? it is. Leave it. Just zoom the lens of this camera up your rectum. Lovely. So I have the lens a quarter up me, right, of the camera. Mm. <laughs> and he says, now nah, start singing the theme song from the Brady Bunch. So one of my, he has a gun. This is so fucking weird. Isn't it? Hey, I'm, not, I'm, te- I'm just telling you, I need to get this out. No, just the whole podcast. It's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing a very lovely girl. This is the story of a man named Brady. And it's very, you know, very harrowing, isn't it? Just then, the director kicks the door in, right? Why does, does he a, kick it in? Why didn't he, he does a forward roll. Yeah. And he shoots the cockney three times in the chest with a gun. Because he had a gun too. Everyone except you had a gun. <laughs> I know. I'm like, who are you? He goes, undercover, undercover cop and occasional uh, Magnus ad director, Derek McGarrigal. At your <laughs> What's service. his name, Derek? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Right? And he turns to the cockney who's bleeding out and he says, why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? And the cockney with his last breath just goes, you fucking love it. And, he, and that's the end of the story. No, no, no. And then the, Derek McGargill says, you know, in a strange way, I kind of do. I kind of do. And he walks off into the sunset. The sunset <laughs> in the hallway. It's a weird story, isn't it? Yeah. All right, let's have some comedy on the show. Um, oh, this is a new segment. Because, uh, well, as we all know, you, 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 you're getting into TV presenting. Am I really? And <laughs> yes, and uh, you have a new comedy show. This is an excerpt from your new show, where you look into the history of comedy. Okay, what's left to do? Let's have a gander. <laughs> Hello there. Tonight we'll be looking at the music hall legend Archie Andrews. This cheeky chappy who always makes audiences laugh, even though he only had seven minutes of material. This was catchphrase comedy at its best, and although he didn't really go on to much fame, he's still someone I'd like to feature in the show. Listen carefully, and you might just hear where I picked up some influence from him. Here he is, Archie Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> 
A. A. I usually get a little bit more than that. A. Here we go. A. But no. Have you seen her? Have you seen my wife? Haven't I got lovely calves, eh, madam? Eh? Have you sat on something, madam? Eh? Eh? Only joking, always cheeky. Have you seen her, though? Have you seen my wife? A little glance into the history of uh, comedy there. Yeah, it's a good uh, documentary, whatever it is. <laughs> Yeah, uh, one thing you can learn about these old comedy things. I think one rule in comedy, which always stays the same. What's that? It's very difficult coming up with material. Endless, I can't get up. What's that weird sound I keep hearing? Anyway, here, Jared, technology, it's, a, it's an incredible thing, isn't it? I guess it is. <laughs> and because of our increased listenership, uh, we've been sent something very special. We're getting funding for this, this next segment. Uh, I got a, yeah, we got a new, um, this is a new uh, toy. Uh, this is called Cuddles, the talking bear. Right. So it's a little bear. And basically You're children, pointing at nothing. I haven't taken them out yet. <laughs> that before. <laughs> so he's a, he's, a, he's a talking bear and kids talk to him and they learn about things. Right. We're, we're already a lot of minutes into this podcast. No time to mess around with banter. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll turn him on now and we can, we'll just talk to him see, learn a bit. Okay. Okay. I'll turn, let's have a gander. Hello, Martin. <laughs> I'm Cuddles and I love you. What do you want to learn today? <laughs> so bear talks. <laughs> Sounds good. Hey, Cuddles. Shut up, Jerry. Hey, hi, Cuddles. I, I love you too. Well, let's learn some history. What can you tell us about the Battle of Hastings? The Battle of Hastings was fought on 14th of October, 1066, between the Norman French army of William, the weirdest sounding pair, the Duke of Normandy, and an English army under the Anglo Saxon king Harold Goodwinson. It was won by the Normans, very decisively. You big old Normans. <laughs> That's a very informative cuddles. Uh, not sure if you should be cheering, though. But I love Normans. They murdered over 7,000 Anglo-Saxons. Woo, unnecessary bloodshed, yeah. I, I don't know if I agree with this, uh, especially the accent. It's a, no, it's a horrible thing to celebrate, though, you know, all these deaths. I don't think... Like, I don't think children should learn about this. How do you, like, how do you feel about, like, the worst event in human history, cuddles, like... What do you think of the, the, the Holocaust? What Holocaust? Hitler. I don't want to go you know, into detail because, you know, children and all that. But, you know, you try to exterminate the Jewish community. Oh, do you believe that happened? Of course I do. Oh, poor Martin. Let me tell you the truth. It never happened. And it's just a rumour started by the Jewish-run media. That's, a, that's horrible, Cuddles. You can't say that. You're not one of them, are you? If you are, that would be a big boo-boo. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn him off now. He's off. <laughs> I mean, what are the chances? You get a talking bear, and, and it turns out to be a Holocaust denier. And it sounds like that. Yeah, a bit like my. <laughs> sounds a bit like Michael D. It did. <laughs> I keep hearing this noise. It sounds like a bird singing. It's not a bird. That's that's my son from my first marriage. What? Yeah, yeah. What you're hearing there is little Harry Staunton. <laughs> You have a son. He does. He, to be, oh, there he is. He looks a lot like a red-breasted robin. 
Look, Merlin, I don't say this lightly, but you're being a bit of a silly cunt at the moment. <laughs> this is my son. This is my own flesh and blood. Uh, so, did you fuck a robin? <sighs> no. Why, why is he here? Well, I thought it was bring your son to a podcast recording day. No, no. And what, why isn't he talking then if he's your son? He can't because he's a rare condition. Fucking hell, this fucking podcast where he can only communicate through burps. Oh, really? Yeah, that's one burp for yes, two burps for no. Let's have a, let's have a listen. One burp for yes. Uh, and then? Uh, uh. And if he wants to say maybe, he just breaks his own neck. <laughs> Go on, Harry, say maybe for daddy. Oh, God. He can't say too many of those in a day, I tell you. <laughs> well, from an unreliable character... To someone we know and love. Let's get an update from Kaz Jack. Hey guys, Kaz Jack here. Yeah, yeah. So grab yourself a mocha and uh, we'll just shoot the shit. Today I'm wearing some rain resistant stormwear with detachable hood, just in fucking case, yeah? Yeah? Absolutely. So uh, I was in Starbucks the other day and the lady asked me what my name was so she could write it on the cup, you know? So I said it's Jack, but it's spelled with your phone number. She wasn't impressed and I was asked to leave. Instead of going peacefully, I called her a bitch and grabbed as many sugar sachets as I could while running for the exit. They had a great Wi-Fi code though. Now that was Ciao Bella. Catch you on the flip side. Oh, and off he goes. Mm. That's one of our more reliable characters. There's so many characters in this episode that like anyone who wouldn't know... (laughs) The rest of the podcast They're like What the fuck is going on here Yeah Bit much isn't it But you act like it's out of your hands <laughs> No like say you, over You this. wrote it Do the next bit As you know I do the event guide For what's on in Dublin So I thought maybe I could do some listings now Oh Yeah why not Hit the music Boy George and Culture Club Play the Tree Arena They put together an amazing show That's going to be filled with hits And fabulous memories We know it will be hands down This summer's best night out the group is fronted by British singer-songwriter Boy George, who is universally recognised as one of music's iconic artists of all time. Tonight in Dublin, comedian Danny O'Brien performs his show Lock-In in Whelan. He recently opened for American comedian Bill Burr in front of over 7,000 people in Dublin. Christ, it stinks in here now. With complete sell-out shows from 2015-2017 in Whelan's and fresh from several sell-out shows, don't miss Lock-In. Finally, it's Weedus. Jesus, it's in my eyes. Easily one of the most... Easily one of the most recognisable... Names in music. Weedus returned to Dublin for an eagerly awaited intimate show with their most iconic track, Teenage Dirt Egg. Being so much more than a generational thing, the song perfectly captures the mood of coming of age, confusion... Christ. Here, look, lads. My arse has been well and truly shattered this week. (laughs) <laughs> That's one of the things you can catch in Dublin this week. So, <laughs> so we can't end on that, can we? I don't know. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I don't want to be a fucking talking bear. <laughs> <laughs>